Welcome, everybody. We are here, Vet in the Game podcast. We make it happen. We may be a day late, but that's just because we got some big news and we had to adjust. We have to be flexible. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we're here. We're making it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I appreciate that. I heard from so many people last week. Uh, first of all, I appreciate Jess Turpin coming on the show, uh, <laughs> starting that heated debate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. I heard from Matt Schwartz about it, the debate over washcloths or bar soap or loofah. Yeah, he's a bar soap guy, it, apparently. Which I, I mentioned. I guess. I, you know. I just feel like if you put the bar soap right on your skin, it just gets, it's not the same. Again. Next. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, great podcast last week and we're back again. Um I'd be remiss if we didn't mention it, but Letitia is reporting in live now from a brand new zip code. She has done up and left Ooh, LA, left it in the dust. Three, it, baby. it has been the biggest secret kept on the pod. I've known <laughs> about it for a few weeks, but unfortunately Letitia and I no longer work together. We don't, uh, but that's okay because she can't escape me. Because she uh, she's stuck with me for life. Text messages being like, look at this, look at this. <laughs> Every morning, good morning, Bay. How you doing? Yeah. Uh, have a good day at work. Yeah. Um, and just so you I'm know, a little bummed out this week without you. Yeah, I know it's our first week, like not together officially. It's weird. Seriously. I had to bring my Letitia energy to a meeting we had yesterday because nobody else was. Um, but in the same time that I'm upset and sad, I am just so inspired by you and the steps and the chance and the risk that you took on yourself. And you are in beautiful Beaumont, Texas, about an hour outside of Houston. Yes. And making dreams happen. And I'm so excited for you. Thank Tell you. the people a little bit, well. whatever you can. Well, um, so I took a job. So my whole career path was like basically production and television. And I went to school mm-hmm. to be a you know reporter. I wanted to focus on sports, um, mm-hmm. you know, but then I kind of got sucked into the production bubble because the money was fine, sure. you know, things like that. And then sometimes, you know, you just fall into life and feeling like you got responsibility you do. and you can't and you're like oh i'll start there i'll work on my reel yes. i'll do this i'll do that but all of a sudden you don't have the time to sit in the studio yes. the favors stop coming in of people being able to do it for you <laughs> yes for sure yeah you just get stuck in the the drains of your job yeah. and and not just you know? that but like you think about life responsibilities like okay i got this mm-hmm. bill to pay i got that to pay then you mm-hmm. have like family stuff. So then you're like, instead of focusing on your side hustle, you know, then you're worried about other things that you have you have going on in life. So even though they say it's easy, it's not easy. But also like I was a late bloomer in life at, you know, like I went to like four <laughs> colleges. So it took me four ever to graduate. And so, you know, I, I was already behind the eight ball when I got up in that thing. So it's always been... Ah, the the path less traveled in my life, I would guess. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm basically, I talk to a lot of people about it and, you know, it seems like I'm taking steps backwards because I'm going from like a national network to no. local TV, but it's not in the sense of the career because I'm doing a completely different thing. So basically sure. I am hired as a news anchor and uh, yeah. 
I'm also going to be doing just these segments where like, you know, I debunk fake news because like that's what I'm here for, right? You know, the truth. Yes. I should be the truth.com. I know that's popular to handle <laughs> or something like that, but you know what? <laughs> I could be the fake. That's you. So um, and then I'm also gonna do some high school football reporting in the fall, which is exciting because Friday night life especially in Texas. Texas. Woo! So it's gonna be fun. Oh, I'm man. closer to family and just happy to be here really. Uh it it's weird because I never thought I would be like basically because I'm from a small town ever since I graduated high school I was like oh I'm out of here big city dreaming you know mm -hmm. I did New York I did Houston I yeah. did LA like all of that stuff and then it was just like so it's weird because I'm like oh it's cool though like I'm in Beaumont it's, it's great like it's yeah cool here so it strategically places you in like the perfect areas of your life like you're not you know you're close to home but you're close to like other circles you moved in yeah and that's another you know? interesting conversation i've had with so many people about like how life may happen how you want it but the timing probably won't happen mm -hmm. when you want it to and that's what gets people mm -hmm. like discouraged and thinks things will never happen so you know clearly i'm a vet in the game because i'm an old you are lady. the og vet in and the game so for that it, again it's weird being where i'm at because a lot of new people are fresh out of college and stuff like that so it's mm -hmm. kind of interesting to be of my age and literally starting over. And for the people, I will not tell you how old I am. So <laughs> don't even try it. Don't message us. Don't know nothings about it. Okay. But you, what the age is, people, it is concerning how she does not look her age. She looks incredibly <laughs> younger than that. But I don't think it's about that, you know, you shouldn't, don't feel tied to an age. And I think that's, mm -hmm. that's sometimes the problem is like, we put these markers in our head that by this age, I need to be yeah. doing this. And by this, I need to be doing this. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it doesn't always need to be like that. But I, I am proud of you because as long as I've known you, you've talked about this. Like I in my uh, my desk at what's stuck in the office in the time <laughs> capsule, uh, I have a time. snow globe <laughs> with Letitia's headshot on it <laughs> on one side. And then the other side of the snow globe is Letitia riding a horse. <laughs> See, it's a sign. Oh I can't yeah. wait to get back into the office and send you a picture oh, of that. Oh, dude, I hope so. But I couldn't get into the office to get my thing, so can't wait for them to mail <laughs> all of that stuff to me, aka uh, don't forget my unicycle I left in there since y'all wouldn't let me back <laughs> in the building. Like, what? <laughs> Have fun mailing get my unicycle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. Well, talking about the big old sports network that I guess you're now a veteran of, a veteran of said sports network, um, it's a perfect time to segue into what we're rolling with this week oh, yeah. because uh, I hope our followers saw it, but uh, late last week, Sedona Prince, who is a uh, basketball player on the women's Oregon, uh, the Oregon women's basketball team, mm -hmm. uh, posted a TikTok uh, showing behind the scenes of the NCAA bubble in Indianapolis, I believe is where it is, mm -hmm. and uh, comparing the men's workout room mm -hmm. to the women's workout room. And it was like worse <laughs> than a hotel motel gym. Like this, it was, it was distasteful what the women had. Yeah. And the men's side was stacked with weight racks and all these machines, everything under the sun that they could need. 
And all the women had was a single tower of some free weights Mm-mm. and a table of yoga mats. <laughs> yoga right? mats. And, <laughs> and like, the, it, it was like, you know, when you're in those like conference, you know, the, the convention centers kind of thing, they have them like blocked off in different areas. So like the men's side had all these like curtains and lights and it looked like this like nice gym. And the women's side still had just like the conference center walls, like <laughs> a table with yoga mat. It was so crazy. So uh, thanks to TikTok uh, and and the wildfire spread of social media, uh, Sedona Prince was actually able to get something done. And the NCAA stepped up and went and, and fixed uh, what shouldn't have been a problem from the beginning. Uh, it's absolutely insane that they think they could show up like that and just not. Uh, it's still Women's History Month. How y'all gonna do us like that? Like y'all right, on our own damn mind. Come, on, come through, girl. We trying, but uh, yeah. So I'm proud of the shout out to the Oregon women's uh, basketball team uh, for getting that done, and um, but it doesn't stop there. The NCAA just continues to stumble over itself uh, <laughs> as it pertains to the women and and their involvement in, in the NCAA tournament. Um, as a journalist, obviously, we're on. Uh, a different side of it so we're definitely in the nitty-gritty but one of the things that we rely on are, are pool feeds or or transcripts mm-hmm. or pool handout of, of, of photos or video mm-hmm. and uh for the men's uh, ncaa tournament for the entire tournament they have transcripts and there's a media portal you can go to get access to all of that extra content uh, to put in your stories and all of that yep. but for the women that does not start until the sweet 16. Mm-hmm. and so it, it, it's just the the disparities between how how both are treated are just absolutely insane you know the the big thing about not having access to that media portal until the sweet 16 just really puts a hindrance on the distribution of the content of of the women's basketball because now these writers are having to use old photos Mm. outdated stuff Mm. and it's just like the nc the ncaa obviously i if it's not this it's something else first of all they're not even playing paying these players they're making buku money uh, I, that, just that another... argument's always been a little weird to me, honestly, because you know when you pay players, where do you draw the line mm-hmm. between a professional and a student athlete? Um, mm-hmm. You know things like that. Those are just questions. Like I think they should get a stipend for sure because they, you know, mm-hmm. study all the time. But like when it comes to like that big money stuff, I just don't know where you then draw the line between professional and student athlete. It's that's always been an interesting conversation for me. For sure. I think especially if you're getting like your tuition paid for, you get your housing, your room and board, you know, that could be upwards of, you know, $120,000. So let me tell you all what I had to do to pay off my tuition, okay? <laughs> right? That's when I took my little ass to be You went to a war zone. Right? A war zone because I had that student loan debt. If y'all would have told me, uh, we'll pay your money, how I dribble this basketball. How I thought this was, you know, just like. Probably would have been a little better at wrestling, huh? Yes, Probably. Yes, girl. Showed up to a few more practices. <laughs> I would not have got out of weight room training for that, girl. I, I straight got yeah. out of that. Like, uh, coach, I can't. I got things to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but so that's interesting. But yeah, I know. I think it just comes down to maybe like, I think their likeliness. So like if the school is using their image in like a way that they can collect money from it. Like I think about... Uh, like NB, uh, NCAA 2K, like, you know, those video game makers are going to make all this money off of that using, like, the players' faces and their likeliness. Like, those players should be getting a cut of that. It's the same way if, like, my face was somewhere. I'd want a cut of it. Yeah. Uh, don't be trying to that. WCR my own content. I'm going to I'm gonna license it. <laughs> right. Uh, all my content requires licensing. Uh-huh. Um, all of your content. But, uh, Dino yes. Yeah, so... <laughs> 
that's all I got. Uh, but yeah, so uh, well, I'll keep I'm excited there. to be rolling with them. Yeah, because I'm gonna be rolling with the University of Houston Cougars. <laughs> you know, Sweet Sixteen. That's what I'm talking about. That is my alma mater. Uh, I am a University of Houston Cougar grad. Cougar. No ram. So um, you know, I'm rolling with the. Oh, boys. so that's where that was the fourth school. That's where you wrapped up. That's, that's where the, the, bucks, the buck stopped here at the University of Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can finally be like, see, all of that college, and I just claim a decent one. Okay, so uh, yeah, the University of Houston Cougars, you know, they advanced to the Sweet 16. A lot of people didn't think it was going to happen. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, I don't blame them. So a lot of a lot of people's brackets then got busted up. Bust that thing. I know. Let me bring it back. <laughs> that thing hey. horrible. Um, but yeah, and, and like by some of my new co-workers are like, I don't know why I get mad because this happens every year. I was like, that's why I don't even do brackets because sports are <laughs> bad, man, for no reason. Like, oh, my gosh. You'll spend all that time and effort filling out your bracket only for it to <laughs> be the first game. Exactly. <laughs> Ugh. So I don't know the last time I filled out a bracket. I think I get salty of it just kind of working behind the scenes. Dude, I'm like, I don't want to do sports in my free time. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, uh, let me let me hit that candy bar bracket. You know how they always do <laughs> <laughs> Yes. The Today Show uh, in the morning is always doing brackets. Carson Daly, I don't know. My, my wife got me into the Today Show. Like, they do, like, St. Patrick's Day brackets, like, rom-com brackets. It's funny. Yeah. I'm here for a good time. As we move right along here, we got some questions. We got some questions. And Ooh, uh, this, this question isn't a fun question. I don't even know how to ask this question, but I guess, oddly, the timing is, is uh, I feel like you're going to be our news source here. Uh, <laughs> if this is in your market, this story, unfortunately. Um, we got some questions for Deshaun Watson. Like, what's going on here? What, uh, uh, what is this? So uh, for those who don't know, there have been 16 civil lawsuits filed against uh, Deshaun Watson, various women uh, all claiming uh, different levels of some sort of um, misconduct. Uh, and Deshaun has obviously come out and against these claims. Um, but there's a hardworking attorney in Houston, Tony Busby, who is utilizing social media to uh, really bring interest to this because there's obviously no criminal charges here right now. Um, the latest that we saw a couple days ago was that the attorney was going to put a packet together, quote unquote, and uh, submit it for, you know, review to see what the uh, district attorney might do there. But um, it's just really crazy, you know. Uh, Deshaun Watson been a quarterback for the Houston Texans. Obviously, the last year he has been very vocal in wanting to be traded, uh, which now is up against a very odd timeline, given the NFL trade deadline coming up here in a, in a, I think it's sometime in April. I should know this off the top of my head, say, but I, I want y'all to know that her support <laughs> at our, my old, her job is literally the NFL. Like, uh, like I just, we started. Watson, we was like, in the wormhole. I was like, how do you not know this? And I was like, I got questions. I've been busy. And she's like, ah. <laughs> so the NFL trade deadline. What week is the NFL? Uh, you know, I you know, forget it. But yeah, you know, I should know this stuff. I I just go to my NFL communications and look at my importance date document. But um, you know, what it does though, this is this is um, 
there's a lot of feelings involved in this. You know, it's uh, it can be a, a, a murky conversation, but I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it at least a little bit, um, given given the nature of it. And, you know, it's in Houston. So now uh, as Letitia works her reporter job working that prompter, she'll be having to read her scripts about the latest on Deshaun Watson. I mean, also, you know, just, oh, I have a ton of, like, went went to the University of Houston, have a ton of friends there. And so it's really funny because one of um, my friends who is from Texas, who lives in LA now, he was, you know, when this whole, before this whole thing went down, he goes, uh, mm-hmm. you know, man, I'm so frustrated with the Texans. I'm, they always doing something. And he's like, you know what, wherever Deshaun Watson goes, that's the team I'm cheering for. So literally today I text him and I was like, so, uh, um, <laughs> they're gonna follow Deshaun Watson, remember, like, what? <laughs> and he was just like, ah, bro. Uh, so it was just, you know, it's been, I think it, it's a lot of people have called me about it. It's like, yo, do you believe this? Like, is this really true? And I'm just like, man, I was like, I don't know. Like, you know, we're still gathering facts. And that's why I had questions for you about like, um, cause then we for were sure told it's not just going to be a civil lawsuit. It could possibly be criminal mm-hmm. charges involved. There was just like all of these things. And so we're just like, okay. And I was like, well, did Busby give the receipts to the world yet? You know, did he uh, show everybody the text message? Like what happened? So um, there's, there's just so much that is still to come out and it's crazy. I, you know, 16 is a large number. You know, the first few, they trickled in, you know, late last week, three, four. And then over the weekend, it seemed to be more and more. And I think that's what happens when victims start to share their stories because you realize you're not alone because sometimes victims sit and they feel like they are alone. This Mm -hmm. couldn't have happened to anybody else. This happened just to me. Mm -hmm. But then you hear other people's stories and that's what helps. And that's what, you know, the attorney, uh, Tony Busby, that's what he's using his Instagram platform for was to get the message out there Mm -hmm. um, about what was going on. So. You know, it's a cr- criminal attorneyism in uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. There you go. Using Instagram for influence. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing that has happened in the last week as Leticia has gotten prepared for this new adventure is obviously for the last year we have been work from home, uh, working our jammies, like all of that stuff. Yeah. And I have to give so much credit to Leticia because <laughs> she has had to go into an office. She has to get dressed up. She's got to put on shoes. Girl, I don't even think I have a pair of pants that fit right Man, now. Come on. Um, but uh, I'm proud of you because uh, it, it's perfect because for our cultural collage this week, <laughs> we are going to talk about weaves and we are going to talk about hair pieces because it was an important week because uh, for those who don't know, I'm a, uh, a creep. And so on Venmo, I kept seeing that Letitia was Venmoing the same guy, Ken Rich. And then I put it together that it was her hair guy. And so, you know, I realized what was going on. So Ken Rich is, uh, uh, he's LA based. Yes, he is LA based. He likes to call himself an international hairstyle. No lie. He got some, you know, he got some big names up on hey. his belt. That's all I know how he buys. And he's got you now, 12 News, baby. <laughs> nah. Letitia K, he 12 News. Because I used to be like, with all the attitude all the time. What you do <laughs> right there? Like, uh, he, would, I, he could not stand when I sat in his chair. You know, I feel like I always got that vibe in the conversations. Like, y'all have a love-hate. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's but that man set you up because he is. Because uh, last week, before you made your way out of L.A., you picked up two new Weaves, right? Uh, right? They're not. We're not gonna call them weaves. They're wigs. 
I mean, oh, wigs, 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 wigs. So mine in. True, but because of the pandemic, I've been wearing That's another question. Details. Um, so here's the thing, America. <laughs> <laughs> As I try to teach Atlanta, because I was literally in my new job, like day one, like no, my wig is sliding back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, and I wasn't on air or anything. I was like in training, but I was just like, yo, okay. So I normally don't do not wear wigs, but like the thing is, it's the pandemic. I don't want nobody mm-hmm. breathing over my head. I don't mm-hmm. want. Nobody, I don't want to sit there braiding my hair, getting this sewed in. And trust me, I got good hair. So okay, I don't really need <laughs> it, but it's just mm-hmm. convenient, right? For sure. So also, yeah, you have some length. Yeah. So them inches. So also, <laughs> like, uh, I guess it again with the pandemic. I don't like. Okay, if I go outside and I come in the house, I shower and I wash my hair. I that mm-hmm. my dirty hair is not touching that pillow when I go to sleep because of the Rona somewhere out there. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, what am I gonna do? Like I can't wash my hair every day and flat iron it because then I'm gonna be with a nub on top of my no hair gonna be left. So I was like, what am I gonna do? Okay, I'm gonna get wigs. So I told Kent I wanted a custom wig. I'm like, I'm willing to pay good money for this wig. Mm-hmm. Kent dropped the ball though all, all day. He was like, <laughs> I got you. A week later, I'm like, yo, where are we with this wig? Uh oh oh yeah I'm gonna get I'm gonna go get it today, so, but I was like you I wanted a custom so there's a difference yeah okay, where you have like a custom wig that they measure your head and then mm-hmm. they make it so that it met your measurement so then you don't have extra bunching or it's not too small or whatever it should be perfectly boop, fit on your dome good to go. Well, Ken didn't do that. So he was like I got you to and I was like I want two straight ones so I could you know alternate these things every week oh no i got you a curly wig and i got you a straight wig and i was like who is whose money is this? like i'm the girl like what are you talking about he does what he want to do anyway so boop he it's goes, ken rich's world we're just living in that's it. it honey so then i was like real skeptical about this why i didn't want to go to the shop i go to the shop he had somebody in the chair and neither one of them had masks on. And I was like, boo. And so he was just like, I got vaccinated. What that mean? I'm not vaccinated. I'm not right? too. I got her, like Elena said, I heard risking it for a biscuit. Okay. And so I was <laughs> like, I'm going to come back when she leaves. So then he, he, I came back and I was like, you better have a mask on. He put the little clear thing on his face too, because I'm not out here for it. So then um, he fitted it, did all of that. And I was like, it's bulky. I don't like it. So he did a little magic, you know, snip, snap, cut it up, did what he do, whoop to do. And I was just like, okay, this is doable. So I was like, but y'all, I'm not going to get my hair braided either because I don't want to be like in anybody's chair, get my hair. Because usually mm-hmm. when you sew a weave or put a wig on, you braid it up so that it has something mm-hmm. to hold on to. He's like, no, no, you good. Go ahead, throw it back in this ponytail, put some pigtails, whoop de whoop in the back. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> I was put some, put some of this mousse on it. You're gonna be great. I was like, okay. So I did exactly what he did. And the next thing you know, that thing was sitting almost in the middle of my head. And I was like, ooh, girl, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I was ready to cry. So then I just like, you know, YouTube it. I was actually went into this um altar. Shout out. I don't know who oh, this yeah. is. I was in Ulta looking for makeup and she had a wig on. So I like, ooh, I need to ask you some weird questions. So anyway, <laughs> basically she was like, YouTube's a video. Is this what you do? I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to try. So I kind of did it halfway where 
I made it work today. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. I felt like it was secure all day. Now, if you tugged on it, that thing was coming off. But it's, <laughs> shoot. You know how sometimes you sit on a chair and your hair gets caught behind you? Ooh, yeah. That happened. And I was like, <laughs> immediately my hands mm-hmm. were saying, like, don't move, don't move, don't move. So I was really, really nervous. But anyway, so... Uh. Yeah, Rubes, um, it's tough out here when you got some ethic. I was going to say, you got to maintain that. You do. I've heard of things called wash day. Is that like you wash them? I mean, your hair or the weave, either one. So basically, like I wash my hair like once a week. I listen, mm-hmm. we got to keep these oils in our well, hair. Yeah, it'll dry for it. sure. So I do about once a week. Well, Again, pandemic, I was just just about every day, every other day, whatever. Yeah, you are. Uh, or pigtails for a couple of days and then wear it out. And oh, you get the curly look. It depends on where I'm going. Because if I actually go somewhere, which I wasn't going anywhere in the pandemic, then I will wash it immediately. Even sometimes after a walk outside, if I was like, oh, it was a lot of people outside, I'm washing my <laughs> Wow. So anyways. So here, wash day is, is most people do put you gotta put some time aside, and it depends if you're gonna like flat iron it, blow dry it, like if mm-hmm. you try to grease your scalp, all of the things. Then yeah, you need to have almost a half a day for it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you have so you have two you have a straight and a curly now. Yes. Have you worn which one have you worn? Both. Wow. Uh huh. What picture did I get yesterday? Was that the straight? That was the straight. Yep. Okay. So every friends of the show, I sent Elena a first day of school photo. Basically, <laughs> I requested a first day of school photo. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was even good. Christina was she was waiting to get the FaceTime after your first day. <laughs> she wanted to know how it went. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. So it was it was an interesting first day for my hair. I will say that, but um. It's also weird because it's it was like uncomfortable because again I don't wear wigs. Uh, mm-hmm. I did once in my. Oh, let me tell y'all the story quietly as if my neighbors care. So one day, <laughs> so one time, I had my hair in braids back in the day. The Beyonce braids that were like Destiny mm-hmm. style, you know, mm-hmm. just straight uh, cornrows, really. I had mm-hmm. some weakness, so I took them out. But I didn't. You're supposed to comb your hair out. Because if you don't, all that loose hair that doesn't shed while your hair is braided up, it'll, like, tad up when you wash it. It'll, like, mat it. I ain't know. So I done flipped my head in the bathtub, washed my hair. Next thing you know, my hair was on top of my head, a knot on top of my head. And mm. I was like, and I couldn't get out. Went to the homie Carmisha back in the day, Colleen, Texas. Hello, Master Cuts. And I was like, Carmisha. <laughs> Can you help me get this out? Man, we soaked it in conditioner. We did oh. hours. We did everything. She was like, honey, I'm going to have to cut this knot out. Can you imagine like pulling your hair up in a ponytail? Oh, my gosh. Head, and that was it. And just having to cut that thing off at the base. How old were you? Old enough to know better. I was probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old enough to know better. That's what the point was. I was like 19. And so my hair was all these different layers. Cause you know, when you do that, yeah, the back is going to be. Oh like yeah. That. So I was like, man, I don't know what I ain't want to wear weaves. I, let me just get a quick fix to this. Cause I was a bank teller back in the day. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so you are a vet in the house. So I was like, let me get this wig. Let me get a wig real quick. Didn't care what that thing looked like. 
got a wig. Man, I remember I came to work and this one dude that worked there was a clown. And he was like, Letitia, he's like, got a wig? I was like, yes. <laughs> I was so mad. And then this was like before they was doing baby hairs and everything. Oh, and yeah, all that. So um, I was like, yeah. Girl, don't you know this man snatched that wig straight off my head? Girl, snatched <laughs> while in the teller line. We had customers. <laughs> Girl, snatched that wig <laughs> off my head. And I was like, yo. And I ran in the back like, mm. They was like, Letitia, go to your teller. Said, I'm not, not to you. Girl, he went out there helping a customer with my wig on his head. Oh. <laughs> Girl, and you're like, and that's why I haven't worn weaves. I was trying to, I was like, see, because somebody snatched that thing off again. Now, sometimes you can sew the wig down on your head. Okay. Like that does. That's what the sewing. That's called the sewing. No, you can have a wig still and just sew the edges down. Okay. So that it's not a full sewing, just so that it doesn't move. You know, can't nobody snatch that thing off your head. Yeah. Lots of variations. This, I, I just, I love it. It reminds me, um, thinking of weaves and uh, wigs. I just, I just see Sally Beauty Supply in my head, and just you twirling in a, in a tutu. You don't even know. That's Sally I was Beauty. Just there the other day. What are we talk about? I was going there to get the things my hairdresser said to get. Look at you out in these streets. You got it for the job, bro. Oh, I know. I've been in this world more in two weeks than I have the entire 365 days from 2020 to 2020. Mm-hmm. It's been wild. I know. You, you, in the last month, you probably have driven what, like 3,000 miles? <laughs> Try like four. Four? Oh my gosh. After everything. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But now, probably, you know, um, as we move into the intention, set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. I just think about like how amazed by you I am that you did this and that you are doing it. Um, I can't wait for Thursday for your first broadcast. There's a Rubensky viewing party. Yes. We will be ready. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, I just want this to serve as a reminder for everybody. Like you hear us and we're, we're vulnerable here with you in that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I know I personally feel, especially in the last few weeks, that like, I don't know what I want to do next. And, you know, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm happy with what I'm doing. And it's the same, you know, Letitia has wanted to do this for a while, but she also recognized the time that she needed to basically sacrifice her dream for the betterment of herself. And now she's at a place where she could take this jump and take this risk on herself. And I'm so excited. And I just hope that motivates some of our listeners who maybe going through something or thinking or maybe on the precipice of a next big thing for them. Um, I look forward to it. And I, I am so excited for everybody doing that. Um, it's our year. I think the last year showed everybody what they're capable of. And especially uh, for the last year of been working from home, you realize what your job kind of puts you through. So you kind of want to find that balance for it. And shout out to everybody who does that. You know, yes. you've had a finding that balance and doing what you want to do. And um, yes, I just, I can't believe that that reel that we've watched of you side live reporting, you know, and here we are, we're going to have you on Friday night lights and we're going to, uh, I'm so excited to rock my 12 news gear, um, as a fellow alumni of, uh, local news, the local news grind. I'm so excited for you. Um, now you'll have it all. So, uh, that really is just my intention and set it and forget it. It's really just a shout out to Letitia and, uh, (laughs) 
I also, just have a, a quick... really good intention and I cannot find, I mean, like <laughs> one for the people. And I was like, this is perfect. This is for... I do that all the time. I'll be scrolling and then I think I save it and then I can never find it again. Exactly. But I would ask uh, friends of the pod, keep my dad in your thoughts and prayers. He uh, unfortunately has shingles. He somehow no. ended up with shingles. Wow. Yeah. Um, they thought it could have been related. He thought he, long story short, there could have been a bunch of different things. Uh, but it found out today he uh, has shingles. Uh, so he's in a special room at a hospital right now. It's like a zero pressure room or something like that. I don't know. And uh, it's going to be there for a little bit. He's pretty bummed out, but he's uh, glad he's got it sorted, figured out. So if you guys uh, just think about him, lift him up in your uh, intention set and forget it. And just think about old Papa Ruby. Yeah. As he uh, continues his good fight. <laughs> the good fight, man. The good fight, right? <laughs> like, Anybody fights is my dad. dad. Bro, the nine lives. Like, he has surpassed yeah. He's had way more than nine I, I gave a speech at my dad's 60th birthday party where I said he was a cat with nine lives because at that point he had already put us through some shit. And in the last, I can tell you, 12 years since, whatever it is, it has been so much more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, uh... My dad's a fighter. My dad inspired me in my fight, my cancer battle. So, yes. uh, thoughts up to Papa Roops. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Appreciate it. Appreciate y'all being flexible with us as we uh, navigate this new work-life balance where we don't work together anymore. All right, y'all. Till next week. <laughs>